If you're a new trader that hasn't found success but really wants to make it in the markets in a recession in 2023, inside this video, I'm gonna dissect the four steps to do that to help you survive the learning curve and hopefully hit some amazing profits, quit your job, whatever you wanna do. This is the step-by-step process to hopefully get you there. Subscribe and like if you wanna take your trading to the next level over the next 12 months. We're gonna put out tons of great content this year and you should be super excited. So here are the steps to getting into the markets, learning on a budget without blowing yourself up and getting out of the game before you see the Lambos and the yachts. Just kidding. That probably won't happen, but before getting to the place where you can be consistent. So number one, if you want to have success, and I'm going to explain these a lot more in depth, but you have to start out with a paper account, at least for the first couple of weeks. But the next thing you do after that is graduate to a stock account and then a spreads account and then a long options account. But if you cannot succeed on the ladder of risk, If you jump the ladder, you're going to blow up your account, lose all your money, get very frustrated. So this is our risk ladder as a trader. You can't risk a lot when you're using paper money, fake money. You can't risk a lot when you're using just stock. If you're trading just stocks in your account, there's a very small chance of you blowing it up to zero because majority of the stocks you're trading on a day-to-day basis rarely go to zero overnight. But if you jump down the risk ladder to long and long options for calls and puts, those options you're buying go to zero all the damn time. For like an 80% chance, every option's going to zero. And you're holding those as new traders with grasps and you're hoping that they're going to go back to break even. You're hoping those options are going to go back to profits. They're Hail Marys at some points. So as new traders, we cannot jump to row number four. And I'm going to tell you exactly how to go down each set and why we do it. Number one, this is a very secret way that nobody talks about on the internet of getting started with a great strategy. I'm going to show you the step-by-step process of how I wish I would have done it when I got started. So number one, the paper account is so important because if you cannot go through the markets and find your edge, you're gonna you're gonna fail on everything else. So finding your edge and testing it with paper money is the best place to do it. So we want to find an edge, back test it, and make a trading plan. So if you if you like engulfing candles, if you like dojis, if you like the market mover indicator, that's great. But if the data from the past 20 to 40 years in the market does not tell you that strategy is profitable, you should not be testing it out on real money accounts, especially with options. So every single strategy someone is pumping you on social media, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, anything, if they're pumping you a strategy and you're excited about it, go and backtest it. You can literally pay someone on Fiverr, Upwork, to go and back test it for you and tell you what the results show. And that should give you confidence when you start using your money or start trying it out on a paper account. Because again, most strategies, key candlesticks, key setups, they don't have higher than a 50 to 60% win rate. Some of them even lower than that, which means you can flip a coin and make more money than most of the strategies that are being pumped on the internet, which is really sad. So we're gonna break down again how to find a strategy, how to test it, and how to make a plan from it. So first things first, what I wanna do is I wanna go to tradingview.com. 
I love TradingView because you can backtest very easily. You can also code yourself on it very easily to start figuring out if your strategies have any possible chance of making you money. And then eventually automating those strategies that I've been teaching for the last couple months to some students for trading robot style. So you can actually trade these strategies without even looking at the markets with your eyes closed. That is the end goal, but finding that strategy is the first part. So number one, if you like something in the markets, find the edge you have. So you can buy any of our books. We have the book bundle on our website for $9. So every single one of these books, Market Moves books, we have the, where is it? Bulletproof setups one, two, and then recession-proof setups. Those are gonna teach you 60 setups that you can use that have really good statistical win rates. So you just have to find one of them, test them, see the results, and then go into the markets and start trading it. So here, I'm using one from the book. So again, find your edge, try to get an indicator on TradingView. Let's say your edge is engulfing candles. If you type in engulfing candles, you can get strategies and those are gonna have the up and down arrows. And those are gonna help you see if it has any chance of making you money. So I program my own, because I went to school and I, that's what I learned. And I can find the engulfing candles just from code. So it's gonna point out on my screen all the engulfing candles in the market. There's an engulfing candle. Here's an engulfing candle. So what I wanna do in my strategy is number one, see if, engulfing candles are profitable. So I add the strategy to TradingView, I click strategy tester here, and I see that I have a 25% profitability. It's a win rate. And then a one-to-one -one risk to reward. That's not too great at all. So it's profitable, but is it sustainable? Probably not. So engulfing candles right now don't look too hot, but can they be profitable? So this is what I do. I go inside the indicator settings and I just change some stuff up. So the first thing we can do with this strategy is number one, try different time frames and different stocks. So first thing, I'll try three different stocks. The stocks with the best win rates, I'll stick to that one. So we'll just go off the most famous ones. Tesla has a negative profitability. So we'll skip that. Uh, we'll try Home Depot. Home Depot's got a 30% profit potential, 1.3 profit factor. That could be it. I go to SPY, 25%, 1.1. We'll do one more TQQQ, one of my favorite ones, 23% and then a one profit factor. So um, looks like Home Depot could be it. Uh, so we'll go with Home Depot and start trying to find where this strategy works best. So it's an engulfing candle strategy. We're just getting in and out on pretty much the next candle. So uh, what I'm going to do is just increase the risk to reward. Try different risk to rewards. So let's try like a two to one. So 2% up and then 1% down would be my stop loss. So this brings me at a 38% profitability. That's really good. So double almost what I had before and a 1.2 profit factor. Let's try to increase just a little bit more. Now we get 50% profitability, 1.2. And we're also getting more profit per trade, which is better. So this is great. As you can see, just by adjusting your risk to reward, you can see how the results are affected. And I'm gonna push this up, let's try 3%. And then we'll push this up to like uh, two maybe. 
So something like a two to one right here would be ideal. So 43% profitable, 1.4. Still not outstanding, but something I can go off of. And if you go to like the higher time frames, the 30, you can see it's a 44 and 1.5. So we make more money by using a higher time frame. If I go lower to the 10, 44 and 1.5, it's actually more on the lower time frame too. So we've, we want to find the sweet spot. If I go to five minute, this is not close at all. So let's try one more time frame, the 45. You can see 38%, 1.2. So our sweet spot was the 30 and the 10. So I'm gonna go to the 10, just because I get more trades off of it typically. And at this point, you know, this is a strategy that might have some merit because I have the back test results showing me it's profitable. I have the percent profitability, something close to 50, but um, if you wanna get higher than that, we just have to keep tweaking. But you can see right here, the next step is to look at the results as they're printed on the screen and see if you can find how to tweak them in your own trading. You know, how could you make this better just from uh, adding another, another indicator or playing a pullback entry? So maybe playing a 50% FIB entry. Uh, what we want to do is just add extra things to weed out the bad signals, basically. So I'm going to go through past trades and just see what I would have done in the moment. So right here, this candle engulfed and I do see it's in a downtrend, so maybe I don't enter engulfing candles on downtrends. Um, here's another one in a downtrend, so that one didn't work out. Um, here's an engulfing candle in an uptrend, that one was profitable. So maybe there's something to be said about only entering these candles when they're in their own trends. So down here, engulfing candle, it's a flat trend, don't see anything happening there. Downtrend. There's an uptrend, so uptrend profitable. So at this point, I start to get an edge and I start to get a place for me to get in and out. So what I'm gonna do next is start developing the second part, the trading plan. So this is what I wish I did when I got started, is being more scientific with trading because you're using your own money. You don't need to test with your dollars. There's literally computers out there that will test it for you and give you an idea on what you need to do and what you can expect. So once I have my edge, my back test results, now I make the plan. So what's my trading plan? We're trading Home Depot, pretty simple. What are we gonna do engulfing candles? Maybe a 50% pull, pullback. Um, for now, let's just do engulfing candles inside a bullish trend. So if we're moving up in the markets, if we engulf, boom. How do we recognize a bullish trend? Well. Market mover indicator is yellow candles or EMA cloud green. So those are extra pieces of confirmation to know that we're in a bullish trend. And lastly, you know, we're on the 10 minute chart. We have a two to one risk to reward. Perfect. Boom. I got it. So that would be, I think I had 3% up and then 1.5% down. Two to one. Perfect. So now I have the trading plan. So now what we do is we go paper count and test it out. Test, 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 test. So we have to go down the risk ladder before you know we graduate. So if you cannot make money with paper, well, you can't make money with real account because <laughs> it just gets more emotional when you see real dollars going up and down. 
I know, you know, it's easy to trade on paper because there's no emotions, but super important to just go through the process of starting out with fake money, mainly because you're going to make mistakes, the typical beginner mistakes, you know, entering before the Fed talks. Oh, I won't do that again. Entering at the market open because it's just tough. Oh, I won't do that again. And just entering trades in general are tough. So you're going to make mistakes getting in and out. The bid, the bid and ask was too large. I made a mistake entering the trade. I didn't put it at the bid. I put it at the ask. So when you enter stuff, there's more money to be lost there. There's more learning curves. Everything I'm mentioning, all those three examples, are learning curves that you have to learn, which means when you learn them, you pay tuition. And if you're on a paper account, that tuition is free. So it's super important to pay tuition as little as possible in the stock markets only because you can. So why would you want to pay the most tuition possible to learn the hardest lessons that are free in some cases? So now, once you learn all those stupid lessons, once you hit consistency with your trading strategy for Home Depot and Golfing Candle on the 10-minute time frame, well, now we can move on to a Just Stock account. And you can also go on to Level 1 Options. So this would be level one options, which if you don't know, is covered calls and cash secured puts. So for me personally, option selling has always been a game changer, especially the last three years. It's allowed me to create passive income. It's allowed me to hit my biggest wins in the market. And it allows me to be more confident with investing because I know I can always sell options to protect myself or buy the stock at a discount if I need to. So those Covered calls and cash secured puts are going to be how you learn options. You know, dip your toes into them as well as trading your just stock account. So just stock means you're just playing Home Depot. You're getting in and out with just stock. And so this is a lot easier for many, many reasons. Everybody wants to get in the riskiest stuff possible. While you have plenty of potential to make money, the leverage with options, the leverage with futures, the leverage with Forex and crypto, that stuff is going to make you pay more tuition. So paper is good for testing your edge, finding your edge, and then learning the mistakes you might make using your edge. And then stock, that's where you're going to play with your emotions. So you master trading on paper. Check. Mastering your emotions is the next step. If you cannot master your emotions, you're going to consistently pay and pay and pay tuition. So the stock market is a game mostly against yourself. You're going to spend years figuring out how to be less angry in a trade or how to be less happy to the point where you want to keep trading and you get greedy and you try to hit bigger winners because of it. The, the, the stuff you learn about yourself takes a lifetime. So it's always best to go through the first initial emotional roller coaster learning curves on stock because once you start introducing leverage that's when you have the biggest potential to blow things up so it's all about getting consistent and winning with the least amount of leverage and then the stock potential right here is where we want to be so if you can win on stock then we can graduate to the next big thing which is credit spreads so credit spreads are sorry credit and debit. So we can do both of those for this point. And the reason why we go on to this is because inherently options are very risky. 
most of them are going to zero. But when you utilize a spread, you take out the time decay component of the option, which means your win rate goes up astronomically, especially when you're selling options. So I'm gonna show you right here and prove it to you. But inside our Discord, we have a 95% option spread win rate currently at the time of taping this video, mostly because we're utilizing just credit spreads. You can easily double your account, triple your account, and create easy passive income with credit spreads. And so you don't need to go to the riskiest type of option out there. You can go towards things that inherently help you win. And you don't even have to start buying and selling options or buying long options ever. I mean, once you start selling options, most people never go back. So right here inside Robinhood, I'll pull up the screen, you can see IBM calls January 6th have a, if I click this sell button, have a 60% chance of profit. That's if you sold it. So if you bought the option, it's the inverse of that, 34. So if you bought an IBM option for 10 days out, you have a 34% chance of profit. So imagine that. If you had that opportunity, would you take it? So most people out there, what they're doing is they're buying out of the money options, super cheap options, super close to expiration. What that looks like is IBM for 145 call. This has an 85% chance of profit if you're selling it. If you're buying the option, it's the inverse, which is a 15% chance of profit. So if you're a new trader and you don't know what you're doing, you could be buying an option that has a 15% chance of making money and you're wondering why you're losing, you're wondering why you're frustrated. This market's tough, but if you're doing these type of things, you're making it even tougher on yourself. If you just sold that option with a credit spread, you have an 85% chance of making money. So I just showed you uh, engulfing candles have a 40 to 60% chance of profit depending on some of the factors I was looking at. 40 to 60% is like most indicators out there. But spreads with no indicators, no prior knowledge of anything, spreads have as high as a 90% win rate. And from what we're doing inside the Discord, we are proving this every single week. So if you want to try us out for 15 days, be sure to hit the link below. I go live four times a week. I also have trades sent out. I'm personally entering some spread ideas as well as email alerts, all that stuff, and the market mover indicator, which we're including for all members. So spreads, it's the next natural progression because the win rate is so high. Once you start selling options, like I just proved to you, like on IBM over here, your chance of profit is now largely against you. So now we're looking at 30 to 40% chance of profit just from the option. So now your, your, your setup has a 30% chance of profit. Your option has a 30% chance of profit. You multiply those together, I believe, and that's like a 9% chance of profit. <laughs> so it's very small when, when you have two things together that aren't even that high to begin with. So you can calculate this stuff. You can know this stuff even without trading this stuff. The statistics are out there, so it's pretty obvious what's happening with spreads. So now you're wondering, Matt, I want to trade options. I want to quit my job. You know, I want to take $1,000 to $10,000. Well, options can do that. So let's talk about the reasons 
why we trade options and the step, the last step of the ladder and why it's the last step of the ladder. So growing your money, growing your accounts on long options is going to be the hardest thing to do. It's going to be even harder if you could not master paper, if you could not master stock, if you could not master spreads, if you cannot master all three of those, you're going to blow up your account with a 70% chance of it being to zero every time you reload it. Because if you cannot master any of that, you don't have emotional control, you don't have an edge. And when you add time decay to that, for somebody who's not great at trading, it's only making it that much more tough. So long options, again, are where you buy calls and puts. It's the stuff everyone advertises on the internet is the easiest way to make money. You know, buying spy calls on zero days, you can make a thousand percent. That's pretty true on a trending day, but the chance of you doing that correctly is also very small. So as someone who wants to get into this, here's the reasons why I do it. Here's the, the benefits of long option trading. It's not sustainable for the long term, though. You know, people posting 50, 100K gains, it's not going to be 10% of traders out there. It's like less than 1%. The, the people that I see succeeding in scalping and swinging options without introducing anything else, if you're making your full income from option trading, it's a very small amount of people because it's so hard. For me personally, it's a very small amount of my income. It's diversification, but I invest, I sell options, I like to do credit spreads, all because the market's hard. The market's always changing. So when you're trading, you have to change with the markets. So the strategy you're using for stock and options needs to adjust and adapt, which means there might be a month or two where you know long options don't make you money. So your other strategies need to make up for that. But the reason why I do option trading is because there's moments where it's just one day a month or four days a month where the market absolutely rips in one direction or there's just an obvious move. You 100% know it's going to happen. And that's the moment where I go short-term options and I try to ride it out. So for example, SPY ran off the, the top of the trend line here. And that's one of your high probable moments in the market. If you know anything about charting, you know when you hit major resistance on a major time frame, there's no better trade in the world. So we hit that on SPY, engulfed, ran down, beautiful setup. So that was a moment where I would trade SPY options because that move was 400 down to 380. So a 20-point move in SPY, just showing you risk to reward on that. If SPY moves 20 points in the next 10 days, here's what would happen to the options. So we're just going to go to like January 6th. So let's say we move back up 20 points for SPY. So I go here to like the 390s. So 20 points to bring us to 410. Or sorry, 370. Way down here. So $200 goes to $1,400. So Say that's I put 20 grand in this. 20 grand goes to $140,000. So if you are patient, you go big on the right swings. That's where I like utilizing options. As an option scalper, you know, there are some days in the market that you can use even shorter term options to take advantage of that trending day. So for SPY here, like this day here, or he dropped, dropped, dropped literally the whole day, 
from 410 down to 398. A 10-point drop in SPY for a same-day contract, let's put that in perspective for you. So these options expire tomorrow. I'll just hit the puts here. And let's go like 20 bucks. I'll buy this $20 option. If this moves $10 down, 376 goes to 386, that's 400. So $20 goes to $400 for that option. So it's super, super short term, but a super trending day has amazing potential. That's 2000% if you didn't figure it out. So 20 grand goes to 400 grand, 20 to 400. So way more profit than the previous trade, but very risky because these options, again, have a 90% chance of losing money. So 9% chance of making money, 90% chance of losing money. So when you use long options, what I just said, trending days, one day, one day trends where you have super short-term options or swings where you have two weeks out, out contracts or even like a very, very, very long-term trend. Let's say we're in a bull market, you can buy leap options. So I love options for that. So the major, major trends and you can break it down into different time frames: A daily move, a weekly move, and then a multi-month move. Those major trends are great for options because it can be very passive. You don't have to do much. You don't have to manage it much. And then I like it for income. Um, I will trade options and scalp options, especially inside the Discord. We're doing that twice a week. So when you're doing that with options, like I showed you with the SPY stuff here, uh, the ones expiring the soonest for a SPY option here, if it just moves $2, you're getting close to like 70% for a $2 move in SPY. If it moves $3, it's 100%. So 100%, use a very small amount of money, 500 bucks, it's 500 bucks in a day. So you can use options really easily for income. So if you're great at scalping, if you're great at taking losses, long options are awesome. Basically, once you master the emotional component of trading, and you can't do that if unless you master it at this level, the just stock level. Because if you can... Master emotions with just stock, that's where you graduate. And that's where you can start creating income with leverage. So once you can do that, you can start also using options to hedge. Let's say I have a million dollars in SPY. It's just long-term invested, million dollars in SPY, but I think the Fed's gonna raise rates aggressively next year. What I could do, this is the last way to use options, I could go out super far for SPY, let's say next year for options. And I could buy some really out of the money put options. Let's say it's like 300 for SPY. So if I had a million dollars, this covers 100 shares. It costs $1,500. So that's only $3,000 of SPY. So I need about like 300 of those contracts so it's, it's a pretty huge investment uh, to buy put options, but these have very minimal time decay. And if the market does crash, I would be protected. I'd also lose money if the market runs up. So there is a time and place to hedge. Hedges should not be on forever, especially because the market goes up over time. So that's exactly how I would tell traders to get started out, especially in the beginning. So just remember that if you cannot win 
at level one, you should not graduate to level two. If you graduate and move to the next level and you can't win, move back to the other level. For example, if long options are always blowing up your account, either never go back to that level again or try to master level three. And if you cannot master level three, don't graduate. So it should be three to six months of consistent winning before moving on. And that's how we stay in the game, that's how we learn, and that's how we eventually create consistent income in the markets. So hopefully you learn something, hopefully this helps you succeed in 2023. Honestly, I think most traders need to hear this, but if you want to trade me for 15 days again, hit the link below, would love to have you, and I'll see you on the next one. I got a video to the right of me, you won't want to miss, so click that if you want to take your trading to the next level when it comes to spreads. Peace out.